Hello and welcome back to the Tennis Betting Podcast. Slightly late today, apologies for that. Everything went a little bit after schedule. Um, so let's jump into it. Uh, yesterday, uh, we'll split it up again. It's pretty clear that we are still struggling when it comes to qualifying matches. And it really didn't deliver. We had a pretty flat day on the main draw. Um, the, the main draw matches had about half a unit profit, so they were profitable at least. Uh, felt disappointed that Cam Norrie couldn't win this match, actually. I thought he'd take care of business there. But that happens. The the qualifiers is just... Um, obviously, they're, they're done now. The girls' qualifiers, Wimbledon's coming up. So it's time to gonna, gonna have to reflect on a couple of things. So either it's just that we picked the correct value and the matches just didn't fall our way. It was just a few, you know, few points here and there decided matches and if they would have gone our way it would have been better, you know, in a good place. So just need to see if that's the case or if the case is they need to be treated more like a challenger uh, project kind of thing at the moment, the qualifiers, but we've had qualifiers before and I don't recall them having the same issues. So and uh, then there's the th- third option which is qualifiers on grass uh, will have to be treated as challengers maybe could be because grass is such a specific uh, surface and it's under such a small period of time um, that it just becomes a very big outlier and we might have to look at that I'll have to spend some time and actually look at what conclusions to be made out of the qualifiers on grass because they've not been great have they we've literally struggle for about a week and a half at least with qualifying matches while the rest has been fine so yeah that, that's frustrating let's go to today we actually have some qualifier um, uh, stuff today or sorry qualifier what am I saying challenger of course um, just because we didn't have many matches we got four tournaments they're all in semi-final stages so I thought I'd toss in some challenger project stuff to see what's going on and hopefully we can do more of it it's just when we had challengers and Grand Slams, uh, sorry, Grand Slams and a full run of qualifiers, just too many matches to, to add even more on there. Uh, we can actually do them first so we get them out of the way. So the Challenger project, we're looking at Milan first, uh, where we got uh, Federico Correa at 1.53, two units, that's minus 189, uh, up against Dardieri. Obviously, he's way too good for this sort of level tournament, but still decided to keep playing clay rather than try his luck on grass I suppose uh, and then we got we got 84% confidence in that match by the way and then we got Gigante against Marosan Gigante is 1.86 uh, that's minus 116 and that would be the equivalent of a 3 unit in terms of how much value we're seeing on him there 78, 79% confidence in the result Gigante then there's one match in the Portuguese uh, challenger, and that would be that's Facundo Bagnes at 1.4. That's minus 250. Uh, that would be two unit in value size, 86% confidence there. He's up against Rubakov. All right, let's actually go then to the main card. And we do have a value, even though there were very few matches, we actually have value in each of the tournaments. Uh, let's start with Mallorca where we got Batista Agu against Bellier. Batista Agu is 1.18 minus 5.56 extremely low odds actually but he should be around 1.1 so 
Uh, it's a one unit value, not the most exciting, 90% confidence. Bellier is having the week of his life, probably. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we'll still call it out because it is technically value because the odds is sitting off. It's not any sort of massive gain, but we, it's important that we put it down for our statistical purposes as well to make sure everything we do holds up over time. Uh, let's move on to the next one, which is Eastbourne's ATP. And we're just sneaking into value here with Jack Draper. He's up against Maxim Cressy. He's 2.22 plus 122. Uh, we got 50% on him just sneaking into value. So this is this is as 50-50 as it gets. It's Draper Cressy. Similar playing style. Obviously Cressy gets to the net more. And Draper might have a slightly bigger serve probably. Uh, it'll be even. This is probably one where people will be tempted to go on grass and play the overs and thinking that uh, this could easily be tie breaks all the way. So yeah, it is 50-50. We know that. So 2.22 gives us that small one unit uh, value edge if you say that's why we're playing that. Uh, which is also a good time then to explain further to new listeners that that's value. So that's not us saying Draper or Cressy will win today. Uh, no, we're confident this is a 50-50 overtime on this surface. 2.22 means we're taking the value on Draper. All right. Uh, next one is still in Eastbourne, but it is the women's. And we go Petra Kvitova at 2.02. Plus 102, she's up against Haddad Maya, who's having the three weeks of her life, I would assume. Then uh, she hasn't lost in a while. Two two tournament titles, I don't know, probably up to about 13 matches, one in a row. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll take 2.02 for Kvitova on grass any day, really. 63% uh, confidence, two units on Kvitova. Um, Haddad Maya, we'll see if she can keep it up. Uh, at some point, she's going to have to lose, right? Um, and Kvitova is very solid on, on, on this surface as she's shown so let's see how it goes um, Haddad Maia is quite an interesting case because obviously she's now playing incredibly good, she's looking very strong especially in long matches um, and she's coming off um, a doping suspension which is a bit odd even though it was a while ago but it's still odd um, you've come back so much better than before anyhow let's let's see if Kvitova can do get it done next one we'll go to Bad Homburg uh, where we have Simona Halep at 1.61 and she is that, that is minus 164 and that's oh try to see the confidence levels here we, we're looking at 77% two units on Halep she's up against Andreescu again um pretty straightforward for Halep this one on normal performance as it's been like about what we said Andreescu up and down world beater one day uh, she doesn't have as high baseline as Halep has in terms of what you're going to get on any day so we'll see uh, who shows up uh, hopefully it's Halep uh, let's see oh that's actually it yeah because that was we started with the challengers today so that's it we got four main draw matches let's hope that we can continue being solid in the main draws and then we'll see how things go uh yeah there'll be finals tomorrow so there might still be some value we'll put out a pod sunday uh will all depend if there's enough um 
there should actually be prizes on Sunday evening for the Wimbledon start on the Monday to get stuff out early. So if there's plenty of prizes Sunday night, uh, there will be something done for the for the big card for Wimbledon on the Monday. Uh, so we should have a huge slate of matches uh, in the upcoming week. Okay, that's it for me today. Good luck with these bets, uh, and I'll be back tomorrow. Bye-bye.